0: Without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I am so glad that you are here because we are talking about how to avoid scope creep with your podcast clients. And this episode is really about boundaries but specifically scope creep. So if you're not familiar with that term, scope creep is whenever a client starts to ask you to do additional tasks that are not within the scope of the project. So the the scope of the project starts to just creep out and out and you end up doing things that you did not have them pay you for. And this can be a common problem when it comes to freelancers because of a couple of reasons we enjoy our clients and so we we tend to say yes instead of saying what I'm about to tell you in this episode (laughs) Um, or yes and it's going to be an additional price so we tend to maybe just say yes to kind of keep the peace instead of letting them know that it's outside of scope. Uh, But also because we're new at this, right? Like we're freelancers, like we're new at running our own businesses. We're new at having these conversations and we want to be nice. Now, one of the things that I strive to do in my personal business is how can I be nice and upfront and have boundaries and get paid well, but still being polite and pleasant and nice, right? I mean, There's obviously a piece of this that's a lot of us are women, and maybe we're somewhat people pleasers. Um, I don't think being nice is a bad thing, though. If I say I try to be nice, like, I think that's a good thing. That's who I want to be. And so some of the advice I'm going to give you today about scope creep is how to balance those two. Uh, and like I said, this this conversation is really about boundaries. And I love coming back to boundaries throughout these episodes with you guys because it's it just opens up the conversation of how can we get better at telling people what we need, um, but doing it in a way that is still respectful and still nice. So. Um I want to give you an example to start off here on what a boundary conversation might look like and then we'll dive into what you can do to handle scope creep with your clients so that you can very you can maintain great relationships with them and you know increase their packages right so first off if a client were to say to you something like hey they just message you out of nowhere right and it, again if you're not doing podcast management work yet we don't get a lot of messages from clients that are like last minute, important, emergency type of things. That's not common for podcast management or podcasting. So if you get a cl- if you get a message from a client that says, um, "Hey, can you quick listen to the audio of the episode I just recorded? I'm not sure if the quality is going to be good enough." There's a part of you that wants to respond right away, um, even if you're at the park with your kids, or you're volunteering at school, or you're you know trying to see. The Eiffel Tower, like you're in the middle of something and you want to be present in your current present life, but you get this message from a client and you're like, oh, I I, I have to listen to it. You don't. <laughs> That's the good news. You don't. And so how do you, I want to give you an example of how you can be polite and nice, but affirm your boundaries and therefore affirm your authority and you affirm that, hey, I am not like a... Executive assistant. <laughs> I am running my own business and this is how I handle the situation. So if a client says, Hey, can you quickly listen to this episode to see if the audio is high enough quality? It sounds like you need to do it now, but really they probably don't even need you to do it now. Right. So you can you can respond right away or you can respond in, in an hour or two hours or whatever, but you can say, Hey, yes, I can do that. I'll be, I'll be at my computer this evening. I can get around to that uh, tomorrow morning. Give them a specific time that you'll get to it and make sure you do, right? Don't over deliver. Don't say like, oh, well, we're at Disney World right now and I'll be like, don't feel like you have to give them a quick, quick response again, but tell them, hey, yes, I'm happy to do that. I can get, I can do that at this time. And then they know, and then they know, and they might say, oh, oh, that's okay. I just, I just wanted to get your opinion real quick and then say, okay, great. And let it go. Don't feel bad that you can't get to it right away. Just okay, great, (laughs) and move on. So that's an example of just like in general, a boundary conversation. But then how we can kind of approach this to scope creep is by number one, not assuming their intention. So if a client were to say to you, hey, can we start doing additional quote graphics? So you're doing, let's say that you're doing like an audiogram or you're creating one reel, per episode for promotion, and they were to say, hey, can we start doing quote graphics? You can say, yeah, sure, and then just move on, right? That's, that's easy, but you probably don't want to do that. So let's take that mindset and apply it to scope creep. The first thing that we have to say, we have to talk about, is that most clients don't realize they're doing scope creep. They don't realize that it's not part of the package. So maybe they will message you and say, hey, are you going to create a reel for this episode? And you could say, remind them, hey, we're not doing that anymore. Remember, we're doing this. So just reminding clients about what the actual scope is, is number one. Number one. Um, because, again, you might think like, oh, my gosh, they're asking me to do something new. But really, they're forgetting who does what on their team we're all so busy and it's hard to keep everything straight for some people. So the first thing I want you to do is, is realize that they might just need to be reminded about what is in the scope of the work. So you might have to do some reminding. Number two is don't assume that they don't want to pay you. Don't assume that they're trying to get things for free. Sometimes we can come into this with that mindset of like, oh my gosh, they're just trying to like take advantage of me or they're trying to, not pay me for this, when really, they they might not know. And this might be their way of asking, right? Like they could say, hey, I just got off the call with my business strategist. And they recommended that I start guesting on other podcasts. Can you start pitching me? And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, what? And that could just be a general question of, hey, are you interested in doing this for me? And I'll pay you. <laughs> right? And so sometimes we just start getting in our head about like, you know, uh, start kind of working ourselves up when really how we can respond is, hey, I think that's a great idea. I would love to do that with you. To And then you have you have a choice between two different ways. You can say, can we get on a call so we can talk about this a little further? You can get the details ironed out, especially if it's something vague, like they just, she just wants me to start getting on other shows. You need to iron out some details. If it's something more specific, you can say, Great, I'd love to do that with you. Um, I would you like me to get a proposal together for you on what that would look like? What you're saying there is, I will outline what I'll do to fulfill this request of yours, and I'll tell you how much it's going to cost. Proposal cost, and then they can agree to it or not. And if the client is not thinking that it was going to cost anything. They might say, "Oh, actually, it was just kind of it was a random idea. Never mind," because they don't actually want to pay for it, and that's okay. My my third thing for you was: don't be offended if they say never mind. Don't be offended if they get your proposal and they're like, "Oh gosh, eh, nah, it's not worth it." That's okay. That's not a personal. Um, that doesn't say anything about you, right? So when they are asking you for something additional they're potentially scope creeping, you you have those choices. You can say, no, I don't offer that service at, the, at that time. Would you like me to look for some recommendations for you? Or you can just say, no, I actually don't offer that service at this time. Or you can say, yes, can we get on a call? Or yes, do, would you like me to send you a proposal on what that would look like? That, that line is so perfect because it really hits – the nail on the head that, hey, it's going to be attached to a price. And also, you're maintaining your authority that you have recommendations for them. And then you can go back to your community. If you're inside the podcast manager program, you can come back and say, hey, you guys, my client wants this. What information do I need? How much would you charge for that? And then you can go from there. Now, there are scenarios where I don't consider it scope creep. And I think that this has to be your own judgment. And it might help to ask others, hey, would you charge additional for this? But sometimes, you know, you start doing a one thing for a client. And then over time, maybe their social media changes a little bit. And then they ask you, my example in the beginning was, hey, can you start making quote graphics in addition to the real? Well, if you're already pulling quotes and putting them in a, a quote bank or, you know, you use AI and it already pulls out quotes and you're already doing that, then you might decide, you know what? they pay me a good amount of money. I think that this all covers, I'm not going to charge them additional for me taking quotes that maybe I already have and putting them into a graphic. And so they already have the graphic for you to use and you're just going to pop them in. Then you decide, you know what, this isn't something I'm going to charge for. The idea there is that you don't want to necessarily nickel and dime your clients. You want to think of your packages as like kind of an um, all in one package and it covers a lot of things but there's a line so you yourself can decide where that line is if quote graphics yeah that, you know you can throw those in there that's no big deal because the price is is good for that or you know what no like the the price is already like really really good on the package if there's anything added you have to increase it then you increase it right so I like to avoid the mindset of like nickel and diming my clients, but at the same time feeling good about where the package is. And if you aren't really sure if you feel good about the price and the effort and the work that you're putting in, then you might consider tracking your hours for a month or two. Uh, a month is all I can do because I do not enjoy tracking my time. And I honestly have not done it in a in a couple of years. I need to. <laughs> I used to do it once a year, which was really good. I recommend that to you, but I haven't done it in a while. Um, But tracking your hours tells you really how much time you're spending on each client and it can help you to adjust your packages if need be. But you might track your hours and you're like, wow, I really am only spending three hours on this client and that all ends up meaning that I make this amount an hour and you feel really great about how it all, you know, kind of. Turns out or, you know, one week you're spending this amount of time, the next week you're spending this and then you, and you, you get an idea of really what's the average of time you're spending with a client that can help you to make these decisions on what you would consider scope creep, what you want to charge more for, etc. So when it comes to these types of situations, boundaries and scope creep, you really want to not assume, not assume that they are trying to get something for free. And not assume that they know what is inside the package. (laughs) Just treat them like they need reminders because, oh my gosh, we're humans. We need reminders. We need to be reminded when we can contact someone, when we can expect to hear back from them, what it is that we're paying for, like all of those things. We need gracious, nice reminders. So remember to back off of like attack mode if that's where you go. Don't assume those two things and then professionally building that authority when you're working with a client, professionally telling them, hey, this is how I work. Hey, I'll get back to you at this time or hey, I can put together a proposal for you because that's how I work, right? I don't just quick do things and send invoices and try to get paid and no, I write a proposal. We agree on the package and then I do the work and everything runs very smoothly. We all take a deep breath and everybody's happy at the end of the day. Now, I would love to hear what type of boundary or scope creep questions that you have. If you have examples of, hey, this happened, I don't know if I handled it the way that I wish I would have, let me know and I can give you some words to use um, to handle it better the next time. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information. Grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll see you there.